You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. This episode is brought to you by CovenantSpice.com, the fun, safe, and affordable way for Christian couples to take their sex life to the next level. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Efridge. So one of the things that regularly happens with uh, Sexy Marriage Radio is we get emails to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. And mm-hmm. their questions, their thoughts, their criticisms, their concerns, but their topic ideas too. I and mean, that's that's a lot yeah. of what happens because a lot of our show, you could say, is, is listener-driven in yep. that, hey, this is what's going on. And I'm always humbled every time we get an email that we're invited into people's lives and invited into mm-hmm. their issues that happen uh, in between their ears and in between yep. the sheets and in between the walls of their house. And mm-hmm. so... But we also, at the same time, sometimes get some great statements, quotes, thoughts, ideas. And here's one that came that was from a newspaper article that somebody cut out, scanned, and sent that just said, Each day and the living of it has to be a conscious creation in which discipline and order are relieved with some play and pure foolishness. I like that. <laughs> too. It's May Sarton, who's a no poet. Play. Yeah, so a poet that wrote that in 1912. Ah. So... It's just, but if you think about it, a lot of times what happens in married life, and by the way, welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio. Hi, mm-hmm. how are you guys? Glad you guys are joining us, because every time you do, I'm honored, and, and we are honored that that we get to speak about married life and a lot of the stuff that is not talked about in married life, especially in Christian circles, sadly to say, yeah. and in churches, sadly to say. Yeah, you're not going to hear a preacher preach on the topics we're going to cover today. <laughs> That's for sure. Ah, it, it, nice it does. It tease. feels like we're it feels like we're being invited into sacred space. We are being invited into we, sacred space. Yeah, when they say, "Well, I've never told anybody this before, but this is what's really going on yeah. in our marriage." It is so honoring and humbling and overwhelming sometimes. Um, but we just want to encourage you too, though, that Sexy Marriage Radio is intended to be 30 minutes of free sex therapy a week to start conversations and keep lines of communication open in your marriage. But you may need more than just a free 30 minutes right. every week. You may need some deeper dialogue yep. with Corey or myself. And don't hesitate to reach out to us. That's yep. what we do. Yep. that's We are happy and honored to help in how we yep. can to point you in the right direction or work with you. That's that's, the, that's yep. one of the things we love doing. Because I don't know about you, but when I, when I work with Sexy Marriage Radio listeners, we've already started the process before they even pick up the phone or come into my office. Yeah, yeah it, it really makes therapy a lot more streamlined when they have such a strong foundation laid yeah. and when they really feel like they already know us. And yeah. then it's just a matter of us getting to know them. Yeah, and by the way, welcome to June. And so that means we're only a couple weeks ah. away from the getaway. So... Um, I can't believe how fast summer is arriving. It is right around the corner. So those of you that are coming to the getaway, I can't wait to meet you at the La Meridian in Dallas, Fort Worth area, right by the gallery. It's going to be a fantastic four days. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, just mm-hmm. to be, and be sure and bring your swimsuits. Yeah, absolutely. It's Texas. It's hot in Texas. <laughs> so, and they have really nice pools there. Yes. So uh, this is one of those shows we do regularly of we've got a bunch of things in the queue and some of them we can't unpack it, 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 you know, we need to, t- we want to honor them and, and talk about them. They're not necessarily full shows. Right. Right. And it's so, but they're good topics because it's stuff that people face. 
Yep. Very valid points yes. that they bring up or questions that they have. Uh, but yeah, doesn't always warrant 30 whole minutes of focus. Yep. So you, you take the lead on, on where are we going with this one? You, you have the reins girl. Okay. I have been keeping a list of some of the things that have been coming in through feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Um, and yeah, somebody wanted to know, you know, we talked about comfort sex. We talked about, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, fantasy sex and just all kinds of different types of sex. But this person said, what about just thank you sex? That when you're working really hard to support your, your spouse or help with the kids or help around the house or just to bring home the bacon or whatever, just some sex to say thanks for what you contribute would be really lovely. Okay. And I, I have to agree. I don't think that sex is something that you always need to be in the mood for to offer because I think that feelings catch up, that you can act your way into a new way of feeling far easier than you can feel your way into a new way of acting. And let's be real. And I'm speaking to the ladies. Um, you know, we need to realize that if we're going to wait until we feel like it every time, then... I mean, if we were keeping score of how much our husbands are actually doing for us in the way of getting up and going to work every day and bringing home that paycheck and, you know, whatever else he's doing, uh, washing the dishes or washing the car or walking the dog or whatever, just how about letting him know how much you appreciate that with even just a quickie, even just a blowjob, you know, even just the least little you know, pat on the bottom or a squeeze or a passionate kiss or something to say, I like how you contribute to, to my livelihood and security and well-being. Mm-hmm. I think that that does warrant some sort of sexual favor. And this sounds, <laughs> am I making it sound cheap and tawdry? <laughs> like, well, okay, but like, hold on, because it, we have to set up that there is an exchange-based nature still to marriage. Right. Yes. That there is still an exchanging of things. Yes. And and so oftentimes for the high desire partner, a great way to reward, pay off, say thank you, is through sex. What comes to my mind is the proverbial joke of, well, you know, your birthday is coming up or anniversary is coming up. So you know what's going to happen <laughs> then. So it's like you've already thought, right? So you've already thought ahead as far as, oh, you know what? I could, I know that's what they're going to want. So I'll do that. And well, how about expand that to, you know what? Whenever I see things that make me gracious and, and, and grateful that I'm with Pam, having the, the thing, the thought of, I, that's an endearing thing. How, how could I also add a sexual component to it? It's not that difficult for me to do that, but, um, (laughs) It, it, it's still, it's still it's still just that idea of we think of it anyway. I mean, that's the one thing I love is just being grateful for the little things. Yeah, you know. And yeah. so, how do you, what if you just expanded it to, hey, we could incorporate this into something we both enjoy, mm-hmm. and and it's not a chore. There's times where maybe it starts as it, but it could turn into something that's not. Right. All right. I know for us, Saturday mornings, uh, you know, that is the time when Greg doesn't have to scoot off to work and he takes care of his own breakfast in the morning. And I've always so appreciated that. But on Saturday morning, he will take the time to make a big batch of eggs. And this man makes the best scrambled eggs on the planet. I mean, he chops up the onion and the green pepper and the cheese and the chorizo sausage and the whole nine yards. And so Saturday morning sex is just kind of 
a given because he's gone so out of his way to to make me breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Look for the opportunities. Yeah. And so to say thank you. The, yeah, because this is one of those things that it could seem like it's very tawdry. I love that phrase, that statement. Um, <laughs> but it's it's still a component because we're advocates here on the show that not every sexual escapade is going to be fantastic, and sometimes it's having the different meanings that you attach to it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that could be a, what was that about? Hey, I'm just glad I'm with you and what you offer to my life, and I'm just grateful. I'm thankful. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that a lot of times what, you know, the, the brick wall that people hit is I'm just tired. I don't have the energy for it. It doesn't have to be a marathon. It doesn't have to be two hours of rip roaring (laughs) swinging from the chandelier. I just think we we promised them a show about swinging from the chandelier. So I had to, but but that's good. That's good. But, but I just think of, cause what we talk about all the different types of meanings and things you can have with sex. Cause there was a time I made a move on Pam. I was setting it up all day long. And she had just something, it was, it was tax season or something. She was very, very stressful. And so she's got the upset stomach that night. And it's just, you know, she's just not feeling good because she's eating poorly or something. I don't even remember what the reasons were. But we're, we're heading to bed, and I make a comment of, hey, you know, sex? Something like that. And she's, not unless you want me to throw up on you if I have to move. <laughs> you know, I'm like, and then I'm like, I think we can do this without you moving. Hold on, you know, and so it becomes a challenge now. And she's that's that's a, as enticing as that sounds, as she's being totally sarcastic here. Uh, no, you know, but it's just that whole hold on, we can reframe things a lot. Yeah, I and, don't consider cleaning up vomit foreplay. At oh, no, all. no, 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 never, <laughs> never, but it's still just the idea of okay, hold on, we can still make this this interchange between us fun and. You can change the meaning and you can say, hey, I just wanted to let you know how how thankful I am or how grateful I am or what you mean to me. or Because isn't that part of what our sex life is, is an expression of our relationship? Mm, right. Okay. It's not always about I'm horny and I'm ready to have sex with you. Sometimes it's about I honor you for who you are and what you bring to the table and how you serve me and how I can rely on you and just the long-term commitment that we have to one another deserves a 15 minute something. Yep. What would you like? Yep. You know, okay. perfect <laughs> a little, little investment. So there we go. We've done. Thank you, sex. And thank you uh, listener for the great idea. Yes. Um, as soon as I read that, I was like, we got to touch on that. <laughs> um, so that kind of shifts gears to, we have talked quite a bit the past few episodes um, or the past few months anyway, about, I mean, we dropped the F-bomb. I don't think we said the word, but we kind of no. alluded to it. Right. Um, but, you know, the whole thing about the animalistic sex or the the wild fantasies or the the really, I guess, an extroverted form of sex. Yes. But there's nothing wrong with just, I don't want to say introverted, just a mild-mannered, laid-back, tender, loving sexual approach. Yes. Somebody said, you know, you've talked a lot about different kinds of sex, but what about tender, loving sex? And I think that, um, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine the person who this truly is their fantasy. And I've had several clients who will say, you know, he just has fantasies that are so out there compared to mine. And then when I ask her, what do you fantasize about? It's just kind of the hearts and the flowers and the romance and the candlelight and the rose petals. And it's just something tender and sweet. Right. And so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that by any stretch of the imagination, but it does make me wonder sometimes what happened 
in her earlier year, you know, like I can envision somebody who came from a chaotic home where there's a lot of, uh, where the passion came in the form of anger and, and violence and that sort of thing. I can see how they would want a calming, soothing sexual experience where they just feel very safe and content in their partner's arms mm-hmm. without the pressure mm-hmm. of having to be overly demonstrative, that, that they just want to receive the pleasure. Um, I have one client who calls this shell sex where she doesn't, she doesn't want all of the hoopla and the costumes and the dancing and the, you know, she, she, she just wants him to enter her safe little cocoon underneath the sheets in the dark and just hold her and make sweet love to her. And there is nothing wrong with that. I think, I think what a couple has to realize though, is that, that it's never either, or it's not that we can only do it one way or the other way. And one person wins and the other person loses. It's that I think every sexual experience takes on a whole new meaning when this isn't the rut that we get stuck in. Right. That this is just, we're changing it up a little. This is just, we're letting each other take the lead at various times so that we make sure that we both have our needs met. Yep. What are your thoughts about tender well, loving? Tender sex? loving sex can be one of the most profound and powerful types of sex, actually, because yeah. a lot of times the way we have sex is a way that keeps our anxiety at bay. And if mm-hmm. I have slow tender sex that's more vulnerable that's mm. that, that oftentimes is going to require more of me because i don't have the erotic whatever that usually helps get me off you know mm, i didn't think about it that right. way that's so this yeah. is this is a way to really connect on deeper levels of can you have profoundness with within sex without doing a lot yes you can and that's a whole being known and knowing each other. And that's mm. where I've talked about tender loving sex with clients a lot because yeah. a lot of people aren't having it. <laughs> you know, it's not just, I mean, they have functional sex, which is very, very routine missionary position kind of stuff that just gets the job done. And it's the once a you week. You do this and then I'm going to do that. And then right. we do this. And so, yeah, yeah you, and follow, that, yeah. you follow the script, you follow the routine, but tender loving is it's, it's not, it's not real rambunctious. It's not real sweaty. It's, it's, I, I mean, it's the, the closest thing I think of too is, is it's almost comfort sex. It's the stuff that you've talked about before on the show. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've done shows on is it's a ways to just connect and, and kind of reestablish and reaffirm the relationship. But this is even to me, there's a depth to it in a, 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 a moving beyond that tender loving sex offers that it's a, it's a slow process. You're talking. You, you yeah. even maybe stop in the middle and have a conversation and start making out again. And it's not just get the job done. It's not just get to completion and get to orgasm and move on about the day. It's a, no, 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 let's, let's let this whole connection just kind of unfold and follow. And maybe it transitions to something different as it goes. But there's still just a, I, mean, I love Schnarch's phrases, it's seeing each other behind the eyeballs. Mm, and yeah. that's, that's what tender loving sex offers because typically you're talking face-to-face kind of sex. Yeah. And the two words that come to my mind, um, that I just love in relationship to our sex life is organic and that it's an evolutionary yeah. process. And that I do think that, that couples should be evolving into a wide variety of different arenas with their sexual activities. There should be thank you sex. There should be tender living sex. There should be swinging from the chandelier sex. There should be adventuresome sex. There should be fantasy sex. There should be like 
the sky is the limit here, people. Right. Like if, if, if you don't feel the freedom to experiment and explore and do something, whether that's calming it down or whether that's spicing it up, why are you not feeling that freedom? Because right. if you're waiting for somebody to write you a permission slip, consider it done. Corey and I are giving you a permission <laughs> slip today to shake it up, to mix it up, to, to go to some depths or heights that you simply haven't felt the freedom to right. explore before. Right, because this it really does take you to to all new depths of emotional intimacy. Right, because experience a wide variety of sexual intimacy. The idea of tender loving sex is based on the the one word of loving. This is a showing of love. Mm-hmm. It's not just an act. Right. This is this is a showing of it. This is a giving and receiving. This is a, it's all of it. And so, uh, tender loving sex is a great thing to try to practice and so yeah. one of the things you could do and this is just to the listeners that recognize you know what we've we're in a rut we've got two or three things in our repertoire and they're all one of the things probably do is sit down with each of those and and how would you categorize them mm. what what are yeah. they you know what, what kinds of sex are right, we having right is this is this a functional just get the job done is this a this is just totally boring monotonous i get nothing out of it or this is just a we only have the rip roaring, you know, that's the only kind I want. And Okay. What about adding other things to it? What does that mean? What happens if you did just slow down Yeah. and, and, and had more loving types of sex? Yeah. What comes to my mind is, um, seems like Sunday afternoon naps would be just custom tailored for just slow, sweet lovemaking, you know, Sabbath type of, you know, we're just resting together. We're just resting together and touching each other in ways that bring us both pleasure and and pair bonding. Well, that's the whole, uh, who was it? It's Dr. Archibald who did the sleep work at AACC. I don't know if you went to any of his stuff, but Archibald Hart. There you go. Dr. Hart. Thank you for adding, for clarifying. Um, but he talked about looking way back in the information they found that people before electricity, you know, we would, our sleep cycles were changed because we went with the sun. So when the, when the sun started going down, everything you started naturally kind of calming down. And most of the time people woke up around four or five in the morning before the sun came up. And that's when they would do their devotions or have some quiet time or have sex. And then they might Mm -hmm. fall back asleep. And as the sun comes up back up, then they get ready to, that's how they start their day. And it's like, if you're doing four o'clock in the morning sex, that's usually tender loving kind of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) You know, cause you're not, you're not awake. That's, that's scooting over to your partner's side of the bed, spooning and discussing the first thing that comes up with no words. Yeah, the first go. thing that pops up. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yep. So it's just recognizing we can add this kind of stuff. And it's and I think it plays a big role that maybe couples haven't touched on and need to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, okay, here's another type of sex that it's been called to our attention that we haven't covered. It's hard to believe that we've done... <laughs> That you and I have done like 130 shows, but they're like 230 something shows. Yep. And that there's still topics that we have yet to cover. Yeah, just shows always. you how yep. the topic is. But what about period sex? Okay. Now, it, it, it reminds me when I first started out as an abstinence educator, I was talking about girls' periods. And when the little junior high guy in the front row, he raises his hand with a question and he says, How much does a girl bleed? when she's on her period. And I said, well, it, it could vary anywhere from three to five tablespoons over the course of, you know, five, five day period of time. And he said, if she bleeds more than a dot, why do they call it a period that he was thinking in terms of punctuation? <laughs> Middle school. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Middle school. But, uh, yeah, there there are two different approaches to this question, and mm-hmm. I want to make sure that we that we distinguish between the two, because there are some people who look to the Bible. Yep. And and quote the scriptures, and I, they're probably in Leviticus somewhere, is what is my guess, because it sounds like a Levitical law type of thing that a woman should not have sex while oh, she's on her. She period. was considered unclean. Right. And they were actually sent to a place called the Red Tent. Uh, that I forgot, I think it, Anita Diamante wrote a novel called The Red Tent about how women, this is actually where they bonded. They actually looked forward to going away and having a five-day women's retreat under the red tent where they're all menstruating at the same time, believe it or not, (laughs) because they didn't have to work as hard under the red tent. They they were out of the home. They weren't having to take care of husband and kids. They were, they were, it's like, woohoo, sabbatical. But (laughs) um, I don't think that that many Christians live by Levitical law anymore. I, right. I don't think I've never checked the tag to make sure that the fabric that I'm putting against my body isn't a mix of two different blends right. of, of fabric. You know, right. It's like, uh, and I don't know very many people who don't um, at least prepare a meal on Sunday, you know, but, Oh, but you're breaking the Sabbath, you know, type of thing. So I think that we really need to ask just how, I don't want to use the word legalistic because I don't want to be offensive to someone who abides by this. Right. If, if someone abides by this for spiritual reasons, I want to say, you know what, if it's working for you, it's not broke, don't fix it. But if you're feeling as if there's some sort of spiritual mandate and you would be sinning if you did it, I beg to differ. Right. Jesus didn't mention it specifically. It's not one of the 10 commandments. And so much of the Levitical law was created by the Pharisees you know, a group of people that they did, they added new and more and more and new laws to just put heavier burdens on people's back and God wanted them to carry. And so um, I think that a healthier way of looking at it is what do you feel comfortable with? And from a medical perspective, are there any issues? Yeah. And I think that's what this whole thing comes down to is it's comfort level and it's medical. And medically, yeah. it's going to be a case-by-case thing because I've not ever come across anything that says universally, no, it's it's bad for your health. It's it's going to cause issues. It's It just comes down to comfort. Right. And let me tell you why there's some reasons that I think sex during your period is actually a good idea. Okay. You ready for this? Go. Okay. Number one, for a couple who doesn't want more children but she doesn't want to take oral contraceptives or they don't want to use condoms or whatever, that five-day window of time, that's pretty, pretty that's good bet. Time. Yeah, pretty good bet. Yeah, Nothing's going to happen then. Exactly. It also is built-in lubrication. Yep. There's usually not a problem with vaginal dryness when she has blood flow going on. Um, but I know that some people are like, oh, but the mess. You know what? There are ways around that. Yep. Number one, a waterproof crib pad from Toys R Us or Babies R Us or wherever is one of the best investments you'll ever make. Get two or three so you can have clean ones when one's in the dirty clothes or whatever. But lying that underneath you will keep the blood from going through onto the sheets and the mattress protector and the mattress and all that jazz. Also, some men really have a problem with the sight of blood on their penis for mm-hmm. some reason. So use a condom and let her take it off when y'all are done. Right. Uh, or do it in the shower where yeah. you're going to, you're going to be under the spray of water before you even know what hit you. So it, it's not a, a hygiene thing. Yeah. Um, and then I have one final tip. Um, I actually was told this by a client years ago and I've never forgotten it. Um, that even oral sex is possible while you're on your period. And here's the trick to it. What a woman needs to do is bathe, 
uh, as in sit in a body of water mm -hmm. and wash all those cracks and crevices and then sit on the edge of the tub and insert a tampon and then sit back down in the water uh, and you know, do another quick cleanup. And then all he has to do is move that string toward her backside mm -hmm. and he has free reign of her clitoris and it is totally yeah. blood free. Yeah. So you just got to get creative yeah. sometimes. It, it mainly just comes down to comfort. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. It's it's just going to be your own squeamishness comfort, I guess, is the best way to think of it for the guy and the girl. Because there yeah. could be the, the, the girl, you know, the wife is like, I, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't, and that's fine. I, sure. I don't feel clean. I don't, I'm crampy. You know, there's lots of different things that just like, yeah, nope, not interested. Then there can be the husband that's like, nope, not interested. And so there's your sabbatical. Of, well, here's here's two things I want to say to that, though. Okay. The whole thing about, well, I don't want to be touched because I'm crampy. I'm sorry, but intercourse is an internal massage. Yeah. So sometimes intercourse can actually feel very, very good when you're crampy right. because you're massaging parts that you would never reach otherwise. Um, and the whole thing about if the guy is like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't want to do that. But what if she's horniest while she's on her right. period? A lot of women are. Right. And so I think that he at least owes it to her. If he doesn't want to have anything to do with his body part going there, he needs to at least be willing to hold her, stimulate her somehow, some way, and allow her to masturbate in his presence or something yeah. to where she can satisfy that urge. Because I don't think that it's right for a man to deny his wife sexual pleasure at the point in the month that she is most eager for and it. I want to add the caveat, and this is straight to the fellas, that if your wife is horniest during her period, and that is tied to I can no longer get pregnant during that time, and so I have more freedom, and she's on you to get a vasectomy, and you won't. What are you doing? <laughs> get, really? it <laughs> get it it's done. Get it done. It's not a big deal. It's, yes. It's get, a, get some frozen peas, and then yep. you'll sit with them in your in your lap for a day or so, and then you're good. I mean, come on. Yeah, d don't overdo it right after a vasectomy. I heard yes. of a guy whose scrotum yeah. swelled up like a basketball. Yeah, but it's still just realize the whole story because there's off, there's more that goes on with it. And so this, if you're talking about period sex, it it comes down to preference. It comes down to feeling. I mean, I've I have come across some guys who have had they they have sex or when they've had sex with their wife on her on her period there's they have a an irritation their penis is irritated from from the menstrual from the blood and you know and that's huh. a rarity but it's still just okay i get it so if you Use still want to be sexually active do something though i mean there's you got other orifices you know? I was going to say, I mean, this might be an opportunity to just do things that you don't normally yep. do. Maybe like a pearl necklace so or a hand date, job yeah, or date. something. Go, go, go back to dating when intercourse was out of the picture anyway, you know? So anyway, all right. We got time for one more if, if you've got it. Uh, I don't. Oh, That's it. Yeah. I, I like that three and we, hey. and we covered all three bases. So yeah, what I love though is this, these, these lines of questions that come in are so indicative of people who really do want the fullest. Yes. You know, they, they want to maximize yeah. their capacity for intimacy in their marriage. Yeah. Um, and so I, just, I really applaud our, our listeners and how creative they get with their questions and their comments and their suggestions yeah. for show topics. Yeah, they see a show hurdle and they're like, what can I do to overcome this? Because I feel like there's something on the other side that could be even better. That could be, you know, that, that, that I, I want to just, how do I confront that? How do I deal with with this or that and so 
Well done. Keep sending emails, please. Feedback mm-hmm. at sexymarriageradio.com. Jump on iTunes also. <clears throat> Give any kind of reviews, comments, thoughts, because I, I want to continue to climb the charts in the sexuality yeah. category. It's, it's fantastic to see what you guys have helped create. With yeah, this. I love the impact that we are making. Um, and so, you know what? Let's just take a couple minutes to give a couple of plugs. Um, I know that you have a husband's mastermind group yeah. going on. Yeah, and, uh, and the next and one, will, next one will start sometime in the summer. My thought is, and these are just um, six only at a time, guys. And these are guys that just want to be better in the world of being a husband. And what all that means. So it's sometimes it's kind of looking at the whole, let's tackle the nice guy syndrome. But other times it's just dealing with, you know what? There's, I'm dropping the ball. I'm not inviting my wife. I'm not pursuing her. I'm distracted. I'm too much of a wimp around things. Or, you know, just things that they're like, realize, you know, I've kind of lost something. And guys, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's just this whole... There, so I'm just going through the routine, and I'm not really sucking the marrow out of life. You've lost that love. There it is. Thing. We no, couldn't no, go no. a whole show. <laughs> um, I think in terms of songs. Yes, but it's it's just so it's an online group. We meet once a month. It does not matter where in the world you live. I've got guys in this that are from overseas in groups right now, and and what's cool is just watching guys that want to be real be real with other guys, and there's something powerful to that. That just changes lives, changes families to where men become men in the presence of other men. Yes. I'll bet that they inspire each other and shock each other. Absolutely. And there's there's hurdles to there's hoops you have to jump through to be a part of this. And so the first one is you've got to email me, Corey at simplemarriage.net, or you can even send something to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Shannon will just not read that one. And just say, (laughs) I'm interested in the husband mastermind group. What do I gotta do? And that puts you on a list. And then I'll give you the next steps. And if you satisfy all of those and you're you're interested still, then join. Yep. And so I'm going to give a quick plug. We have set our fall dates for the Women at the Well workshops. Uh, they're coming up August 7th through the 10th or October 2nd through the 5th or November 7th through the 10th. I think that that's the date or 6th through the 9th, I think. Um, this is for women who are either swinging too far to the left they're they're acting out they're getting involved in emotional entanglements or cyber cyber conversations or are they're enamored with their boss or you know whatever um or they're swinging too far to the right they're shutting down they're right. losing interest they don't understand why they've lost the love and feeling and so the goal is to help them find a healthy middle balance where they're interested in motivated sex partners once again but only with their husbands uh and so uh shannonethridge.com click on the workshops link and just like you there's an application process but i love 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 the fact that women leave these four days going this is worth four times what i paid for it and the the number of cards and boxes of chocolate and flowers that i've gotten from husbands through the years saying i don't know what you did with the woman that i sent you but i'm keeping the woman you sent me back right it's a great thing to the impact that it can have on your marriage if you just invest four days it's a great, great resource. So both of those, I love it because it's his and hers kind yes. of stuff that really does both get better. Get to the meat of what's going on as as people and as married couples, as married individuals. So, all right. Well, this is fun. I like I like doing shows where we got a couple like different potpourri. things we cover. Yep, potpourri. It just smells good. It 
It just it, it lightens the life and the, the it's home. It's potpourri, not poopery, by the way. It was potpourri today. You had to go there. All right, so uh, that's good stuff, though. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are uh, new to Sexy Marriage Radio and this is one of your first shows, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. Uh, welcome to the family and the community. You can find a whole lot more uh, at sexymarriageradio.com. And also, by the way, thanks a shout out to one of our listeners who's helping me out, who stepped up. We are creating an app. So it will be coming Hiding. down the pipe where you can get an app, a Sexy Marriage Radio app. It's going to, everything you're going to need and want and more will be in this thing. It's going to be fantastic. So very cool. All right. So this has been fun. If you want some more, anything we left out, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com is how you find us. Until then. Let us know what you think, and we'll see you next time. Yep, we love you for listening. If you've benefited from this podcast, consider becoming a member of the Bed Buddy Club. Your financial support will help take Sexy Marriage Radio to the next level and enable Corey and Shannon to strengthen many other couples. Learn more at SexyMarriageRadio.com by clicking on the purple button.